News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Oireachtas Media and Culture Committee have asked RTE bosses to appear before them after Dublin Pride severed ties with the state broadcaster over what it described as anti-trans discussions on Joe Duffy's Liveline programme. Was this the right decision for TDs and senators to make? Or does it spell danger for free speech and indeed free media in Ireland? Stella O'Malley, psychotherapist and author, and Annie Hoy, uh, Labour senator, both join us on the line. Stella, what What's your take on this move by the Oireachtas Media and Culture Committee? Um, I'm very concerned that the state, the government, think that it's appropriate for them to comment and perhaps censure um, the the state broadcaster because Lifeline is inherently there for the public to raise concerns. And that's what it's done for many, many years, and it does it very well. And when a member and a few people from the public have raised a concern that the state would step in to effectively suggest that they have power to shut this conversation down is a direct line to totalitarianism. So I'm very concerned about it. Annie Hoy, a direct line to totalitarianism. That's a wild description of a joint Oireachtas committee, I must say. You know, the joint Oireachtas committees have a responsibility over things that are in public interest and um, RT would fall in underneath the Media and Tourism Committee and I think it's very important in things that are of public interest that's what the committees are set up to do it was collectively agreed by the members of the committee and what we're hoping to do is understand in RT's own words how they found themselves in the position of having their partnership um, terminated with Dublin Pride I think we are I personally would be interested to get an update for to the committee on RT's vision and strategy for diversity and inclusion as a national broadcaster. They have one at the partnership with RT Pride um, or with Dublin Pride yeah. was a key part of that. So I'd be really interested to know okay. what they're going to do Sorry, going just, forward. Just before I go back to Stella, just out of curiosity, are you inviting Dublin Pride to come in as well? We're inviting RTE to come in. Because no, they're no, no, the, no, that's not the, what I asked you. No, I no, asked, yeah, no, no, are you inviting but, Dublin but Pride in? No, they're not going to fall under the remit of this particular discussion. Oh, no, I'm sure you can't demand that they come in, but I just would you invite them in to discuss the reasons why they found the programme offensive? No, we're inviting RTE to explain what happened with their partnership. Okay, Uh, Stella O'Malley, what's your take on what Annie had to say there? I'm, I'm perplexed that Dublin Pride have so much power that when they decide that a few programmes on Liveland, which I've listened to, and were very civilised and thoughtful, and Joe Duffy, who is a man of the people, who likes to kind of favour the underdog, he gave space to some women who had concerns because they were refused entry into a women's meeting. And when he did allow some space for that, the fact that one organisation, Dublin Pride, is allowed so much power that when they say we want to break our media partnership with RTE, that they're hauled in to the Oireachtas to explain themselves. And frankly, what feels to me as something that is a throwback from the 80s or the 70s, when, you know, you heard about Gay Byrne and the Bishop and the 90 and the 90, when we used to hear about how the Late Late Show and Gay Byrne used to be brought in to kind of discuss whether what he was saying was appropriate or whether it was too controversial. Women speaking up for women's rights shouldn't be a controversial issue. And open dialogue and civilised discussion is the only way forward when two conflicting groups don't agree. So that is exactly the place where Liveline is at its best. 
two conflicting groups, they thrash it out and they discuss it. And they were very civilized and very thoughtful. And why the Iraqis think that they have the right to kind of insert themselves in a public debate that was very well handled feels to me like way, way over their their um, power. It, it okay, should... all right. Let, let Annie respond to that. It was it was very well handled by Joe Duffy. It was a civilized and thoughtful uh, discussion. Why are you bringing RT in because of that? We're bringing RT in because their partnership with one of their quality partners has been severed. Um, Dublin Pride have every right to make partnerships and not partnerships with who they decide. Uh, that is their business. And then the Oireachtas Committee have every right to engage with the national broadcaster who is state funded, paid by state taxes. We have every right to ask them to come in and explain what happened. They have every right if they wish to say no, they're not going to come in. That is their business. Um, but it was within, it is within the remit of the Oireachtas Committee because if it wasn't within the remit, we wouldn't be able to do it. Um, uh, and Stella's think, point that this is the like this is the bishop and the knighty of the for the twenty first century. I think that's a bit of a, a an extreme example. We are doing our due diligence, and I I I question when people you know if if nothing was wrong with the conversation as as is purported then RT would be able to come in and there would be no problems in terms of explaining how they found themselves in a position where this partnership has been severed. If there's no problems, then there'll be no problem explaining how that happened. And I think it's very important, you know, when would, we are would it not make sense? Would it not make sense as part of your deliberations to, to, to invite Dublin Pride in to say, what exactly was it about the programme that you found uh, offensive? Would that not form part of your deliberations as well? Well, the conversation is with RTE as to how they had a relationship severed. Like that was agreed okay. by the committee and that's very clear. They can, it is up to them to explain to us how that partnership has been severed. Why has Dublin Pride got so much power that when they sever relationships, relationships are severed every single day with RTE and they're, they're also relationships are created every single day. Imagine the Countess, the group that were rejected, imagine they created a relationship with RTE. Will they be brought in again to discuss their thinking? We need to live in a free society. We need to protect the rights of women to be able to speak up and talk about issues that concern them. And we need to be aware that that is a very, very important issue. Male violence against women has been very well documented. And if women are worried about issues around that, then women need to be allowed the space to speak. And Liveline is exactly the space. Okay, let, let Annie respond to that, Stella. That is really very okay, let, let Annie respond to that. I have no issue respectful and reasonable discussion. Um, you know, clear and factual information is important in any debate, not an emotional debate geared to feed division and threaten a small, often vulnerable minority. But that's not the conversation we're having. We're having a conversation about RGE coming in and it is in the national public interest in the belief of the media committee to have RT in to explain how one of their quality partners and that relationship has been severed. That is in the national public interest. It has been agreed by the committee. Okay, and Stella, it's in the future, something like that. Like that's, these things happen and we respond as they happen. In okay, real Stella, time. It's, in, it's in the public interest to discuss this. It is certainly in the public interest to discuss everything around this issue. And so I would hope that the Oireachtas has the sense and the openness to debate and openness and diversity of opinion to bring in the Countess to make sure that they're aware of the issues that were being, were being discussed. And I hope the Oireachtas doesn't believe that they know everything and therefore they should be able to kind of wield, wield the kind of gavel and decide whether RTE are right or wrong. Because 
They don't have some sort of inner knowledge that nobody else does. We are all learning all the time. And in a civilized society, we accept everybody's views, so long as they are presented in a civilized way. And I want to point out that that was civilized, and I haven't yet heard anybody from the Oireachtas or from Dublin Pride being able to articulate even one sentence that wasn't civilized in those hours of debate that Joe Duffy handled very okay, well. Okay, Annie, do you want to respond to that, that, that suggestion from Stella that nobody has come up with a, a line from the, the programs that were anything other than civilized and thoughtful? Well, we went to re-listen to it and I'm actually not going to say some of these lines on air because I think they're disrespectful. There were people who were being misgendered. Excuse me, Stella. Excuse me. Well, just, just, yeah, just, just, just let Annie speak. Sorry, there, Stella. It would be all right if I could speak. Okay, there was yeah, a man who misgendered people and I think that's very disrespectful and that was then echoed back to them. You know, we have gender recognition legislation, whether people like it or not, and there can be a base level of dignity and respect when we speak about people. And when people are misgendered live on air, that is disrespectful. That is not treating the base discussion with respect. And dis- dis- um, I, that's a very good point because the actual legislation is very badly worded. And so you say that we can't misgender people on um, air, fair enough. However... The, re- the, the, the legislation doesn't cover non-binary people, so I don't know how we can navigate those terms. Because it says gender, male or female, within the legislation, we have a problem. Because therefore we're going to inadvertently misgender people, non-binary people. And so the very people who are creating these laws don't seem to know enough about these laws because they okay. didn't talk about them. Annie, last it's word to you, Annie Hoy. Well, it seems that, you know, Stella admitted that people were misgendered online and that is disrespectful and it's unacceptable. And I think if we were to have that conversation and you were to replace the words gender and identity with colour and race, you and I would not even be having this conversation because it simply would not have crossed the line. You know, we just need to think about Okay, I have to let Stella respond to that. Uh, That's an outrageous thing to say. It is not the same thing. There's no medicalisation. There is no... um, effectively people suggesting that A equals B, because trans women are trans women. It's a very, very um, noble and acceptable position to be. And I'm very, very glad that trans women have all the rights that every human in Ireland has. That is a great thing. However, they are medically different than biological women. So trans women have trans women needs and women have other needs. And we need to just be able to discuss it, just open dialogue. Just be able to discuss it. Ask okay. questions Annie, and make sure that everybody... Very, um, very briefly, Annie. Yeah, I just think, and if, the, if you want to discuss it, the baseline should be gendering people correctly. And okay. I think that's one of the issues. So I look forward to the RT coming in next week. All and right, what they have we to will say. leave it there. Stella O'Malley, a psychotherapist and author, Annie Hoyt, Labour Centre. Thanks to both of you for joining us. Uh, let us know what you think. 5216 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.